All right, we'll play the Howard sound coming up in a second. And it's on Brandon Graham. But. Breaking news. The deadline has passed for the franchise tag. And is Daniel Jones being tagged? He is not because he's being signed, according to the rap sheet, four years, a buck 60 with 35 million more in upside. They are finalizing. So Daniel Jones back to the Giants on um, on a long-term deal. Where, where's the uh, celebration music at? I was uh, listen, it is hey, a celebration. Oh my goodness, let's go. And now are they going to tag Saquon? That's the next. That's coming Shoot out. Yep. <laughs> and that's also being reported. They franchise Saquon or no? I uh, gotta all be happy about this. Elliot said, "Yeah, it. so they're officially from Garofalo and Rap Sheet. They're a franchise, yeah, franchise tag, and uh, all right. Oh, you don't have that one. I got it on here. Yeah, Saquon's getting tagged. So Josh Jacobs got tagged. He did. I didn't realize that. Yep. I'm kind of surprised at that. I guess they decided they for, for one more <laughs> they year. They want a running yeah, back. Yeah, ten million. Yeah. All right. So." Um, that, that's actually that's actually good news for Miles. Not as many. It's not as many there. running backs on the market. So is he the, the best one available? Yeah, yeah. Is he the top on the market. He probably is now. Yeah, yeah. No, he probably is now because I I don't, I don't know the exact. I know it was a strong market, but not as strong now. Well, those two were at the yeah. top: Josh yeah. Jacobs and uh, yep. Saquon. Yeah. All right, so Giants fans out there that are listening right now, and I have a buddy that, that lives on the West Coast that's not listening, but I'm sure he's celebrating Daniel Jones being <laughs> resigned. And I get it. You haven't had a good quarterback in a while. You still don't have a good quarterback because Daniel Jones making that kind of money, they were kind of forced into it because they didn't want to have the unknown and the franchise tag isn't something that they want to do. And it's smart that they didn't franchise tag him. I'll be curious to see how much guaranteed money is really in this contract. But – um, a running back that you. Oh, it's at least half of it. Yeah, I agree. At least half of it. Agree, but this is definitely like this is a, a loser move by a loser franchise. So all you Giants fans that are listening right now, <laughs> loser. And we just set ourselves up for the next three, four, five years with this Saquon Barkley, who you overdrafted, and he's a good player but can't stay healthy. Now he has one good year, and you're going to franchise him because you drafted him so high, and you don't want to lose him. They just had a good year. Mm-hmm. They also franchised them. So now, now, like now, what? So now you're gonna have them come back at a very large salary next year, and yeah, or you're gonna try to sign them long term? Nah. No, no, it just one more year. Take one, ten million. One more year, one more year. I mean, what are the Giants supposed to do? Um, I don't know. Do what most <laughs> teams do and draft a running back. Well, most teams will re- in a year. No, most teams would. Well, if most it, teams would, they would resign their their quarterback and their best football player. That's all the Giants did. They mm-hmm. signed, they resigned two guys that they would have had to go out and replace. So they would have either had to pay more money for a quarterback that's probably in the same vein as Daniel Jones, maybe slightly better. Garoppolo, these guys, you gonna give Garoppolo forty five million dollars a year? No, like you're gonna give it to somebody. Right, and it's probably they can get out of it after two years if he doesn't end up being the quarterback that they that they hope for. But you know, I just I he had 15 touchdowns last year. I don't think he's that quarterback. I know Jalen had 22, but Jalen also is more dynamic. But the legs Jones isn't a terrible player. He's like that. I wouldn't be happy. They're if he's coming the quarterback off their team. best year. They just exceeded expectations and won a playoff game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's what they just did. Yeah, and that's why they signed him. No, I, it it sets up perfectly for the Eagles. There you go, Jack. You happy? 
Eighty-two million dollars for the first two years for uh, Daniel Jones. Apparently. Yeah. Yep. Read it. Yep. So it, it, you can get you can get out of it after two years. So I I, I guess it, it's not terrible for the for the Giants. Yeah. Why are you trying to rain on the Giants parade? Well, I'm I'm happy. I'm actually happy. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four because Daniel Jones is going to be the Giants' quarterback for the next two years, and that's going to make that's going to cement that they're never going to be better than the Eagles in the next two years, unless there's major injuries or something like that. And Saquon Barkley coming back after one. Well, I got news for you: the Giants on our benchmark. We're not necessarily worried about the Giants. That's true. Like nobody's worried about the Giants. That's not how we measure ourselves being better than the Giants. The Giants have been terrible for five or six straight years. Yeah, they just mix in those Super Bowls every once in a while. And well, then, that was a, that, that was a twelve years ago, yeah, thirteen know, years ago. That's two thousand eleven. Um, anything else, Jack? Coming down the deadline is past. I'm sure things can trickle out, but nothing yet. The the Daniel Jones thing is, uh, you know, taking it all over. So there you go. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to think who was franchised yesterday. We had Tony Pollard. Who already received the tag, and then Lamar Jackson's the big story of the day, but he gets the non-exclusive franchise tag, which means he can go sign elsewhere, and the Ravens have a chance to match it up. So there you go. All right, so less than a week until legal tampering. What's going to happen with Brandon Graham? Is Brandon Graham coming back to the Eagles? Howard Eskin on the Midday Show talked about it earlier today. Brandon Graham's not going to get a lot of money in the in the grand scheme of what you consider a lot of money, and I think he's coming back. Uh-huh. I think they, from what I understand, they're they're working it out that he'll be back. And he's not a, you know, he's not an, he's what a twenty down player. He's a twenty Maybe, snap player. It, it, that much, yeah. Okay, so a twenty snap player, and they kind of understand it. All right. So, do you believe Brandon's coming back, Ike? Uh sure. It seems like Howard's pretty sure that he's coming back. I'm not. I mean, I'm not going to say that I don't think he's coming back, but we also don't know if a team like the Browns is willing to, or another team's willing to come out and make a number, and the Eagles are like, wow, like we're surprised. Well, the Eagles still got the rest of the week to make a deal. They can sign their own guys. Yeah. So they can re-sign Brandon if they wanted to and not let him get the free agency. So I would think it has, it would have a lot to do with how much do the Eagles really want Brandon Graham back here. Because if they really want him back here, They'll figure out a way to make a number that he doesn't feel disrespected insulted. by, insulted by, um, and they'll have him back here for another year or two. So, but if he's asking for a number that they aren't willing to give him, then they'll say, "Okay, well, go ahead and test the market to see if you can find that number out there." What it sounds like from Howard is that he may be getting some indications that they are working on Brandon's deal. And if they're working on this deal, they're going to get the deal done. Right. Yeah. Because both sides want to want to get it done. Yeah. And Brandon is, an, you know, at this point, an all-time eagle. You wonder. Jack, do you think it's the right move to bring Brandon back? Or, I mean, I, well, especially the details matter. Yeah. I just think that, you know, the thing that I've started to come back to, because I, I was on the train of, like, let these guys go. You know, it's time to move on to a new core. You know, how they've reacted since the Super Bowl you know, I, I want more of the, the veterans around. It's concerning. You can see where it's about to go off the rails, don't right. you? It's concerning. Because, right, well, like, they, it's been so Niner-ishy, you know, <laughs> since they've lost the Super Bowl. And you haven't heard from BG, Kelsey. Uh, Kelsey was very, you know, uh, stand-up after the mm-hmm. game. Bradbury was stand-up after the game. Um, and it, it just there's a part of me that's worried that if these guys move on, I think it's a front-runner 
clubhouse, a front runner's locker room, rather than when things are going well, everybody's okay. They lost one game. Josiah Scott's getting thrown under the bus. Like that's not (laughs) the sign I think of a of a tough locker room. So I want the guys that have been here that have established the culture that are Eagles. Um, at this point. So, yeah, I hope BG comes back. And even if it's a part-time player, I think what he brings from a locker room standpoint means more than what he brings on the field, actually. I Listen, I hate to use this comparison because I think BG, at this stage of his career, is much better than Udonis Haslam. But that's all Udonis Haslam has been in Miami for the last two to three years. You see, he announced yesterday he's retiring. After yeah, he said he's done. He's like, yeah, we, we know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, but the funny thing is, even in his statement, he's basically saying, I'm, I'm, let somebody else be a voice in the locker room. I, I'm, 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 I'm tired of being a babysitter yeah. around here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a great paying gig to be a babysitter, but I'm tired of this. Right. Yeah. So is this a leverage play to get more money out of you, Donis Haslam? <laughs> I think. I Similar think, to Jason Kelsey. I, well, you Diesel, he he's been playing for about twenty years. He might as well just be the mascot at the <laughs> yeah, next stage of his career. Yeah, he's been playing for like twenty years. Like he's literally gotten paid to not play for two straight years. You remember? Was it last year when he got into the lineup? He got thrown out pretty much. Yeah, right away. it, it was, was against the White Howard. Him and the White Howard fighting. <laughs> <So> <laughs> And he made sure he didn't play that game. Yeah. Like, hold on, who the hell put me out here? I- I'm gonna show y'all. I can get ejected real quick. Yeah, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. We stay player go with Brandon Graham. Does he come back? Do you give him multi years? Is this a one year contract? I mean, it's not like he wasn't productive last year. I think they give him a multi year deal at least just to make the money stretch. Right. But I- but but it could likely be. No, listen. He says he wants to play a couple more years. Like yep. he he didn't say give me just one more. No. He, he said he said he wants to play a couple. They floated out one rumor about the Browns last <laughs> week, and the Eagles are like, all right, here we go, two years. Yep, got him the extra year. You're right, Jack. Smart, smart agent. They right brought there. up Jim Schwartz and Howie. Uh, sort of I was like holding cow. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Howie's like, hold on, he's back. I thought he retired. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, he retired. All well, right. if you think about it, from Schwartz. You got you got Steichen out there in Indy. You got Gannon out in Arizona. I don't know their salary cap situations, but they could be looking to sure they yeah, any of these well, players. And what about Detroit, his hometown? You got Detroit. Dan yep. Campbell bites kneecaps. Why wouldn't he want Brandon, <laughs> Brandon Graham? Graham. Yep. It's a fit. Yeah. So what what kind of money are we talking about here? And we talked 10 a year? Again, I don't like, think so. So we we talked about – I think five. Excuse me. Uh, we, we talked five about Jason Kelsey, who – um, he plays every offensive snap. Brandon mm. doesn't play every defensive yes. snap, so it's different. Oh yeah, his and and the year that Jason had last year was, if not his best year as a pro, one of the best years, and he's the best center in football. He can say, "Hey, I deserve a little bit more money," and it still be very be like, "Yeah, you know what, you do, you you deserve more money, oh, yeah. not less." With Brandon, you wonder what that number is. You want you wonder what. It, it, like, do do the Eagles have a number and they're not willing to go over that? Does Brandon have a number and he's not willing to go over that? Could a team like Cleveland come in and say, hey, listen, we really want you. Like, similar to, mm-hmm. to – I'm not trying to bring it back to Brian Dawkins. I know but, what you're saying, yeah. Like, Denver and, went Well, in, Denver yeah. offered him a lot of money. They did. And if they didn't do that, he may ne- he may never have left. Yeah, you're right. And that's what it took. Yeah. So, you, I wonder. I wonder if Jim Schwartz says to, says to the Browns, says, listen, this is a guy I need to start my program with. Right. Maybe, maybe it not. could be. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, it could be. And, listen, the agents will know. Because they, they're the ones who are involved in these conversations. And if Brandon's agent is more – see, here's the thing. Like, Brandon's going to tell his agent ultimately what he wants, right? So what are we looking for? I want to be here in Philadelphia. 
So if the Eagles give me an offer, this is my number one choice. I understand other teams may call or what have you, but I want the Eagles to have the opportunity to match the offer because this is where I ultimately want to be. Has a family here. He just built a house. So this is going to be his home. When you go play for another city, you got to uproot the family and take them with you to another city. So he may be looking at it like, you know what? Take him out of school. Yeah. Everything. And they got to get used to being in a new, you got to get used to a new environment. And for him, it'll be the first time in 13 years. He just settled into a new house yeah. where he's going to so live. Yeah. If the Eagles give him something that's close to what he may get offered somewhere else, then he says, you know what? For that, I'd rather be here. Yeah. It, it, it sure seems like that's I think the way for, it's I think for Brandon, ultimately, this is his first choice, is staying here. And with everything that was, and I guess it was the McManus tweet, it made it very clear that his preference is to stay in Philadelphia. Yeah. You never saw like, man, Brandon could be out of here mm-hmm. and the Browns are ready. No, it was a very calculated bit of information that was put out there. Yep. So the other thing is, is with C.J. Gardner-Johnson, so the, so officially they can't franchise tag him now. Yeah, so, so it's over, yeah. So it's pretty much over. What are they keeping the $14 million? No, they can still resign him, though. They can resign him, but, yeah. but you know, it seems like they don't want to, I don't know, the long-term deal thing. Sure. Maybe they're not, you know, they don't want to do that. If the market is hot for him, I agree he probably is gone. Well, they already got an idea of what he's looking for. Right. Yeah, they've talked to his agent. They they know they know what he's looking for. Yeah, and, and they know that he got traded to him because he wouldn't agree to a contract yeah. that it wasn't nearly as big last year. So he's looking he's looking for it. Oh, as he but, should be. but what but what doesn't add up to me with all this is like they could just franchise tag him and pay him fifteen million dollars this year while one year while Jalen's still on like a rookie contract. But it takes yes. up all your cap space. It does, and then some for one position though. Like I mean, they do. I, I see the point that you're making. Yeah, yeah, I get it. So like, what what is that? I just wonder where that money's going to. Like, I wonder if it's to re-sign a couple players. Right, I see what you're saying. But See, th- th- and this is what I was saying earlier. It could be to re-sign guys like a TJ Edwards, a Marcus Epps. Guys, like that $15 million could be split between three, three different players, guys. Yeah. Like, $5 million a year for Marcus Epps or TJ Edwards would be the most they've made in a year. Epps, TJ Edwards, and another starter or, or Gardner Johnson. Right. See, I don't think it's Gardner Johnson. I agree. Yeah, I just, I just think for a deal that's going to be the size that he's looking for, they it, it would have been done sooner rather than later. Yeah, yeah, and the even if they tag him, that and that was well, too late to tag him. No, I know, but even if you were to tag him and it comes and now you have to account for that in this year's cap. The other thing is that if if I mean if they were going to restructure Slay, I mean if they wanted to keep him, they could figure out a way to keep him with mm-hmm. other restructures. With Slay and being on the last year of a contract, it sure as hell doesn't seem like they want to extend Slay past this year. Doesn't seem like it. That's for sure. Bradbury, Elliot, the Elliot, Elliot keeps going back to Bradbury here. Seems like he mm-hmm. seems like that that he may have a feel for maybe the Eagles are interested in bringing Bradbury back. I can't imagine they bring both back. I mean, I yeah, guess I, I guess maybe. I don't see it. I don't see it. Two thirty-plus-year-old corners making double-digit millions. With that many holes on defense. Don't see it. Yeah. Don't see it. All right, 215-592-9494. It's Marks and Reese. 215-592-9494. The franchise deadline, franchise tech deadline has come and gone. Nothing for the Eagles. Uh, Lamar Jackson gets tagged. Daniel Jones does not. He gets a nice big contract. Saquon Barkley has been tagged. I guess that's it for today. And that's um, yep, that's it on the tags. No more tags out there. 
So yesterday, or I guess it was late last night, Ike, your boy Geno Smith, you get a commission out of this, don't you? Geno's new contract. You should. <laughs> I should. Three for 105, 40 million guaranteed. It's essentially 25 million per year and an additional 30 million in incentives, mm. which is a, it's good for Geno. If he plays well this year, which I don't, I, I think he's going to play fine this year, then even if the Seahawks were to draft a quarterback in the draft, that's still a very good contract, and the Seahawks could possibly trade him, or he could just go somewhere else and make a lot of money on the next contract. So Gino resigned, and then Derek Carr yesterday with the Saints, um, and that ends up being other – like it's, it, the, the numbers that were put out there are one thing, but maybe it's like a three-year, $100 million contract or two for 70 uh, as far as like guaranteed money or, or what money he would likely see, and that's with the Saints. So you still have a lot of teams that, have, that, that, need, that need quarterbacks, Ike. Mm-hmm. And some may look to the draft, and others may. I, I, I can't wait to see where Lamar ends up going, or if there's teams that are willing to give him the guarantees, or like you said, is Lamar willing to come off the guarantee? And then what do the Ravens do? Yeah, I'd, I'd be surprised if he is back in Baltimore. It just feels like um, they have reached a point of no return, and. Uh, when you put this level of tender uh, franchise tag on him, you really are opening opening him up to be auctioned off. Like if you didn't, if you wanted him there in Baltimore, you would have just put the, the the exclusive franchise tag on him to where he can't now sign can't with leave. another team. Yeah, and he's getting forty five million dollars this year, and he's signing that tag because he wants to make forty five million. And well, he can't go anywhere. Year, he right? can't go anywhere right. where he's just not playing. Like right. he can't go anywhere. So, but you put that tag on him, meaning nobody can offer him anything. So they clearly put this tag on him, so that other teams can offer him the opportunity to match it. I mean, if he doesn't get the deal that he's looking for, agreed. Um, the Jets are flying out to California to meet with Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. today. Uh, that's interesting. It seems like that seems like that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, if they're flying all the way out to Cali, I don't think Aaron – well, he is a narcissist, so he may have them fly all the way out there. Le- LeBron had um, uh, our guys sisters. fly all the way out there. Yeah, poor Brett. Yeah. And LeBron wasn't even there. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't even there for the damn he sent his He sent Rick Paul. Do you imagine that? Meeting. Remember how excited we were like that yeah. morning? It was like, oh, they're going to go meet LeBron. And then, and then and it's they like he wasn't, he wasn't even there. there. I'm like, oh, hell no. We got no shot at him now. Do you imagine? Last night LeBron's tweeting that Bronny is better than half the players in the league, so that was good. We're LeBron up on that red wine. Yeah, he's bored. Hey, yeah. He's bored. <laughs> he, he up sipping wine. You imagine how mad the, mad the 76ers were. They get out there and there's no LeBron. A lot of damn gas they, they use to go out Man, there. And they're, they, and they're, <laughs> it, it's like when you buy the lottery tickets and you and you go to bed that night thinking what you'll do if you win the lottery. Right. That's what Brett Brown was doing on that flight out to California. Yeah. Like, Man. oh, my God, Bron. Man, Bron. Joel and B. Hold on. We really have a chance? <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> You didn't. This is going to be awesome. They yeah. didn't even beat him. You flew all the way out there. <laughs> so, yeah. Was it Josh Harris? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. The plane it was, it was the whole oh damn, it was everybody, yeah. What do you think the presentation was? This is like, going to be awesome? Brun, you can no. come play <laughs> right next to Joel. They, 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 they was going to let Brett lead the, uh, lead the, uh, the charge for him. Yeah. Okay, sure, so you're not letting Josh Harris do a lot of talking, that's for sure. No. Who was our GM? Was it the Colangelo's? It was Elton. Was it Elton? I think so. Was that when, when Brett was running the organization and traded Mikel Bridges? Star that's hunting. Yeah, that's when we went star hunting. That, yeah. yeah. Bridges scoring 40, 30 points every night now. Whatever happened to Zaire Smith? He's not playing anywhere.
damn sesame seed allergy. <laughs> he, he's playing for one of Eurojohn's uh, franchises in Greece or something. He, wow. com- he compared Zaire Smith to Kawhi Leonard. So what? Yeah, that was the that was the comp. <laughs> Brett did. He's still only 23 years old. So. Yeah. Oh, bring him back. Listen, Jaws playing for the He's only 23. Uh, what did we draft? And he was 10? Like, that was like 10 years ago when we drafted well, a him. Freshman at Texas Tech. He's 19 when he came. By the way, he's oh, a really? pe- he has a peanut Shut allergy. Shut down uh, Jalen Brunson in the tournament. People forget that. The only thing under Zaire Smith's personal life is Smith has a peanut allergy. Yep. Well, that's, what, that's what caused him to lose like 50 pounds. Yeah. Is it really? So I don't remember. Yeah, he had a massive reaction. Oh, man, that's terrible. Yeah. Well, he hasn't, he hasn't played since the Blue Coats in 2020. Oh. How 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 do we manage to draft these guys, man? Dude, everybody else avoids these guys. We're drafting Markel Fultz, who forgot how to shoot one day. It, ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, who really forgot how to. At least Markel found the shot. Ben Simmons still hasn't regained nah, his he's shot. Totally cooked. <laughs> they screwed up the process so bad, but they're still good. Like, imagine if they just hit on another star. Yeah, you could just one more. One more. Yeah, it would be, be a legitimate finals contender for ten years instead of Ja. Yeah. Well, yeah, you could have had Devin Booker in one of those drafts. Man. You could have had um, yeah, San, San Giannis Stinky. in one of those drafts. Yeah. Well, that was the first one. Yeah. yeah. Was that the Embiid one? No, that was New Orleans. That was New Orleans. And I, MCW. I forgot about New Orleans. Nah. <laughs> Come on, how could you forget about that? Great value trading back and still getting the number one player in the draft. Oh, Remember we got those? the first player. We got the number one player in the draft at six. He wasn't injured. For sure. The block machine. Kevin, oh, John Calipari Perry told me in, in, in an interview, he said, don't even worry about the offense. He's a game changer on defense. Dude, we're in a buck 50 at Kentucky, yeah. man. Liked his hair, though. Like the, the uh, uh, kid and play yeah. high top fade. He pulled it off. 215-592-9494. He's also in net now. Yeah. Him, Ben, Seth Curry. <laughs> Sixers Northeast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's not, that's not a good thing. Coming up. Speaking of Darius Slay, he gave an interesting update on his future earlier today. Slay, what did he say? We have that. And what should the Eagles do with it? We'll uh, get to that. Marks and Reese on 94 WIP. Hey, listen, let's talk about QC Kinetics for a second. It's still cold out, but you know the warm weather's coming, right? That means you're going to want to get out, be active. Um, you know, fresh air is good. Sunlight's good. But if you have those achy joints, um, man, it's hard to get out there and do it. So let's do something about it. Stop the surgery chatter. Stop the steroids. Let's get lasting relief with QC Kinetics. A ton of Marks and Reese listeners have reached out to me and been like, hey, you know, thanks for talking about QC Kinetics. Because if you've had shoulder problems, back problems, hip problems, whatever it is, if you've tried some of the other stuff and it hasn't worked, well, then what do you do? You want to get surgery? Before you do that, QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this new exciting approach. They're using highly concentrated healing properties from your own body and placing them directly in your achy joints. It can restore and repair damaged tissue and get you moving again. So if you have knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain, hip pain, whatever it is, the patient satisfaction reports are incredible. There's no downtime. So the old ways are out. The new ways are in. Call QC Kinetics. The call is free. The consultation's free. They will get you in ASAP for a consultation. Let's give them a call right now. 215-999-3000. 215-999-3000. QC Kinetics. Don't wait. 215-999-3000. Of course, I want an extension with the Eagles. You know, I love the Eagles. Uh, they took another chance on me, man, um, trading for me. 
And I panned out very well, of course. Uh, but yeah, man, I love that. I love that money. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, of course, I'm going to be talking about this. I've seen this everywhere. That's what all we all do. You know, when uh, we got one year left, one idea, we try to get an extension because, you know, it makes the cap low. Yep. And then, you know, you can start building around the team because, you know, once you cap too high, you can't add more players. So with me, you know, with my cap that high, yeah. I, I'm sure they probably want to know, get it down. And uh, the best way to get it down is, you know, give me some money. Come on now. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> we, I'm with it though, you know. But I love Philly, man. I, you know, I, I plan on staying on Philly, but you know, if it don't, it don't happen. But uh, I know I got one year left here. But uh, man, yeah, I love to stay in Philly for sure. All right, the podcast name is Renee Talks. That's Darius Slay. You not, check it out often. It's not my wife. <laughs> it's not Renee Reese. Well, Renee right. Reese breaking <laughs> breaking news on their podcast. <laughs> Renee Renee's talk with Darius Slay. Yeah, I didn't like that little giggling in the back. She's giggling. Well, so, so everything Slay, like, I, I thought he, he he answered it perfectly, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, he's in the last year of his contract. He's looking for new money. Yeah, like, it, it would be beneficial for the Eagles to lower his cap number by extending him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a matter of whether they want to do that or not. When it comes to Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, will they do that? I, I don't I don't know. I don't I, – I don't, Well, he certainly has the highest cap hit of yeah. anybody, him and Lane. And his is higher than Lane's. If – if he – it sure doesn't seem like there's been a lot of conversations, positive conversations, because if the Eagles if the Eagles wanted to, like, hey, listen, like even if it was just a matter of it, it them waiting till Monday or Tuesday or whatever, if they – because they love to do this. They love to, to renegotiate or restructure the contract to help them with the cap if they know it's a guy that's going to be around for two or three, however many more years. And the fact that they haven't done that with Slay, and it sure doesn't sound like there's been a lot of talks with Slay – at least based on how he's talking, I don't know. He's been mentioned in, in trade talks and things like that. So we will see, Ike. We will see. And if they did move on from him and re-sign Bradbury, I'd be perfectly fine with that. And would was Bradbury as good as Slay? No, probably not. He's a little bit of a different player. But, you know, I, I don't know. If well, we'll see We'll see how fine everybody is with him if Slay's not here and Bradbury has to be over there. No, you're right. Now we'll he's we'll the see guy. how fine everybody is with it. Now he covers the number one receiver. If you're paying him, why yeah. wouldn't he? Yep. So there's that. So that that is Slay. There. Um, what just happened? Um, what just what just happened during the? What were you just? Oh, oh. So we have. Would you consider this breaking? Uh, Chauncey, C.J. Gardner, Johnson news. Sort of breaking agree. news. So uh, C.J. G.J. tweets out a picture of a guy that's not him in sunglasses with this kind of like bleep-eaten grin on his face. Now, Jack, how would you translate this? Um, no words or anything like that. How would you translate this? I would this? translate it as he didn't get tagged, and he's excited to get the money. He didn't get tagged, and he's happy. Yeah. Because if he I got agree. tagged, then he can't get a, a long-term deal. Right. And now he's going to be a free agent, and he can go to the highest bidder, whether that's the Eagles or, or whoever else. I would agree. So maybe it is the Eagles. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Probably not. It's been it's- an active couple days for uh, CJJG on Twitter. Yeah, it has been. I've noticed that. He also, like, it, it felt like two weeks ago that, because there was the one story that came out that they valued him and they would franchise him rather than let him leave, and that very quickly has, has not being talked about at all anymore. At all. So, all right, uh, Twitter questions today brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. So if you're getting engaged, visit the home team. Best selection of diamond engaged rings to fit every budget. Visit Mark's jewelers.com. We do also have a um, an update on Andrew Painter, which we'll get to, the Phillies phenom prospect. Let's go to Gary in Northeast Philly. Gary, how are you? 
Hey, John. Hey, John. Take it easy on Kelsey, man. I mean, he just had a baby. Give a guy. I love Kelsey. No. I love Kelsey. Before free agency, then just you know, let the Eagles know. Give them, give them a wink, even if they, they're they're uh, still going right. to negotiate a contract. Give them a wink so they know. Right, I thought you were beating down on them. No. Hey, hey, Ike, Ike, no play slay. Here we go again, man. I called you last year about this. What happened? What's what's he looking for more money? Where were you in the Super Bowl, Slay? What what, what happened to that? You know, all this guy, all this guy Ike talks about is money, money, money. <laughs> and where's the play at? You know what what are we, what are we? What are we paying for for this guy? Well, he was all pro this year. All pro? Yeah. Come on, man. I mean, how about last week went back to Adam? Any good receiver is burning this guy. And that now he's throwing, he throws other players under the bus. Any way we could trade this guy? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> if another team wanted him in his current yeah, salary yeah, and, sure, and all yeah. that stuff, yeah. Yep. You, you know, that's what I'm saying. I mean – you know, it just the way it came out. He looked so bad on those plays at the Super Bowl. I mean, man, I would take the low, the low, you know, the low ride on that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I hear you. I, I understand. Slay is not everybody's cup of tea. I get yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I'm so, okay with it. I, I don't mind the swagger he plays with. I don't mind the confidence he plays with. Uh, he doesn't shy away from competition. Um, I'm okay with that. I remember what it was like having bad corners here, getting burnt every Sunday, couldn't cover anybody, ball getting thrown over your head, play after play after play after play. Like, I only remember one bad play this year from Slay. I'm sure he had more than one, but, I mean, that play against the Cowboys when it was third and 30, like, that was a terrible play. Exactly. Well, that's one play out of 19, 20 games. I I just think he needs to tone down the voice a little bit you know what I mean? Stop blaming, stop blaming the other players. I'm with you there. I'm with you. You know, you know, yeah. you've been in a locker room. That's not, that's not good for a locker room, Mike. I'm with you there. Now listen, he, and and he went back to it when uh, I know he ruffled some feathers. Was that last week when he when he was talking about uh, lights, camera, action, and all that stuff? It was lights, camera, action out on the field. And like I, I know people don't want to hear that stuff. They don't want to hear him talk. I, I, and I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Hmm. Yeah, but like you can separate it to where it's like, like he's still a good player. It's a matter. I, I don't. Of, I don't. I don't take any of that stuff personal because he hadn't done anything to where I, I would personally dislike him. There's been other players that have done things in the past that I just personally disliked and I didn't want to see him on the team. And Slay's not one of them. I think he's harmless. Uh, he, for the most part, has a fun-loving sort of personality. He has a fun-loving personality, like. You don't like him, like that's on you. But yeah. it's, it's that's a personal feeling. There's, there's you can't tell me from a football standpoint that he's a bad player because you don't know what you're talking about. Right. So like I'm I'm not here to tell you you should like him, but if you want to talk about him as a player, I can debate how good of a player he is versus whomever else you would want to have in here, and I'd do that with you all day. Yep. Andy and Maryland may want to have that discussion with you. Andy, go ahead, buddy. How are you? Hey, good, man. How you doing? All right, Andy. What's up, Andy? Hey, listen, Slay was bad the last three quarters of the season, man. I mean, if you watch him, he was jogging out there. He wasn't – he just didn't seem to have – like. Well, why didn't the Eagles lose more games and give up more touchdowns and have more yards passed on him? 
I don't know. I just, <laughs> I, I would just rather get rid of him. I know. And I don't know. He he just stunk in the last half of the season, and especially in the Super Bowl. What would you man. say? But I'm saying, how did he stink, yeah. though? At least tell me that he got cooked for 120 yards and three touchdowns. Like, I don't understand how did he stink. Like, what, what? – what I don't was get worst it. plays in the regular season. Coverage wasn't the coverage to me wasn't as good in, as in the beginning of the season. What quarterback killed us? Uh, I can't remember. But the only time I seen him out there in the last half of these games is that he, it, the effort just didn't seem there, man. He was just jogging around. He was missing guys. He wasn't. You know, and that has to do with the defensive coordinator too, man, because they were playing that soft zone crap that they were playing. So, um, but I don't know. I I don't know. I'd rather keep the other guy. I'd rather, you know. Bradbury. It's quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he just he seemed quiet. more aggressive. I think he made three interceptions all year. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, okay. I don't know. Hey, you know what? The other thing yes. is. Yeah. Um. Where do they get these coordinators anyway? They're they're like kids. I mean, they're young. Where do they get their experience? I mean, where do they? You know, I know we got the new defensive coordinator, but and he's only what played or been a coach for one year. Well, so, but he, but he also was a he was a positional coach for or a, an assistant coach for okay. a bunch of years. But yeah, I mean the 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 days of waiting to your fifties to. Be a be a defensive coordinator is that doesn't happen much anymore. I mean, Brian Johnson is in his thirty; he's an offensive coordinator. Head coaches in their or in their thirties, many mm-hmm. these days. So, Frank in Wilmington, Frank, how are you, buddy? What's going on? I'm good, gentlemen. How y'all doing today, man? What's up, Frank? What's up, Frank? Uh, not much. I just got off work, just hopping the whip, and I heard everybody trying to come and dare you slay. And it's weird to me because two things I need from my outside players: I need you to be cocky enough to know that you're the best guy on the field because I don't want you thinking that you're not better than the guy you're lining up against. And I, I like that about him. And two, if we go over the year and you brought up the third and 30 in Dallas, uh, part of that was Epps' fault because he didn't cover over the top. Mm-hmm. That throw should not have been completed. It was out of sheer luck and desperation. So I'm not taking that away from him. And if we go all the way back to the beginning of the year when we played against the arguably best receiver, not in Kelly Green in the NFC, Justin Jefferson, he had like 70 yards. Nobody else in the Shut league him down. Yeah. allowed him – nobody else in the league put him under 100 yards. So, like, for people to see him, oh, Slay is not good, Slay is this, Slay is that, that's incorrect because the thing is when you're a good cornerback, what ends up happening is you don't get to make those big plays because people won't throw to your side because you're shutting down the field. And the quarterbacks and the court, offensive coordinators are like, well, we can't go to the left side – because Darius Slay is over there, he might break it up, he might shut the play down, he might not let nothing go after the pass, or whatever. I just feel like everybody's giving Slay an unfair uh, shake for no reason, when if you go back and look at the stats on our two cornerbacks, yes, Bradbury had a better, like, a lower completion percentage or something like that, but Slay also is not getting that much burn either, because nobody's giving him passes to make these plays. And whenever there was a big play needed, who was there? Darius Slay Jr., number two in the secondary. I don't think it's fair that he's getting this rap. And also, I heard Matt Patricia might be coming. I also think that's kind of dumb. I just feel like uh, Slay is a good cornerback, and we need you need your like your guys like Slay. Your 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 I want to call it the the pretty players, the prima donna guys. You need them to be a little more confident. AJ Brown, cocky, confident off the field, 
on the on the right on the right team on the right team slay can be an important part of the energy and everything else and by the way he's a really good player i mean honestly frank yeah like this team like this team was yeah (laughs) Slay was a big part of that yeah Slay's a big part of that now like frank i i also think there's an argument to be made he's in the final year contract he's 32 he's a huge cap hit so you move on if you're maybe you want to bring bradbury back or somebody like that but slay's your best corner right now Right, I I don't know why people are trying to say he's not. He's a great. He's still a very good player. He's still he's an all pro this year. When we were in the early two thousands with the Jeffrey Lurie era and and Howie and whatnot, we had a, a rotation where it was like once a player hit thirty, we would let them go and try to get a younger player. And in that time, one thing we never got while we got five NFC Championship games and one Super Bowl, the one thing we never actually got was a title. So I don't believe that once you hit 30, you hit the wall. I believe that as long as you're a player is healthy for the most part and they continue to train and then keep going, you shouldn't drop somebody just because they turned a certain age because you're losing – what ends up happening is you lose experience. Like a guy who's 30, 32, has years in the league. Yeah. He's seen all the receivers and whatnot. He knows what they do, and he has that knowledge. Like dropping somebody earlier than that, that doesn't give him a chance to really develop in the system and stuff like that. Mm. I think it's a bad idea. I think we should keep him – I don't – I. I'm not going to get into the numbers and whatnot because that's how we think he can make some magic happen, but I don't think it's a good to let him go. That's, that's all I'm saying. All right, Frank. Appreciate it, man. Um, back to the phones in a second. Jack, we have an update finally on Andrew Painter. Well, sort of. Well, yeah, well, there's at least an update that's no update. But <laughs> exactly. Rob Thompson spoke about it. He said, so yesterday, I think after we got off the air, Zalecki – I, they said I, no. They're not worried long term about it. right. Zalecki came out and said that there's there's not a long term worry. They're just going through some things. They're trying to make sure that they have all the information. Blah 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 blah. blah right. So this is from uh, Rob Thompson. I'm reading Alex Coffee's Twitter here. Uh, it says we're still trying to get all the information together. Once we get it all read, he's such an important guy in our organization. Young top prospect. We just want to make sure the information is right, and we'll give it to you at that point. When asked whether they're looking for a second opinion, Thompson said, there's a lot of people looking at stuff. We just want everything to be right. So, perfectly fine with that. I want to know. We want to know right now. Like, damn it, are you good? You have Tommy John, are you fine? The Phillies are are going over it right now. Jack will be down there tomorrow in Clearwater, and he will dig and find out. And I will give him my UCL. Okay. If necessary. Would you? Yes. Uh, Honestly, my read on that is that I think they're trying to see if he can pitch. I don't think I'm not reading this as Tommy John anymore. They would have come out and said that. Yes, I agree. Um, this seems like how, how fast can we get him back? Yeah. Is it do we shut him down till May or whatever, or do we like how how can we push him? I would I would say this: don't push him. Right. I think that's the smart way to go. Yeah, I would say don't be, push be, him. if you're overly caught. Be overly cautious with him. Yeah. Be, yeah, be overly cautious with him. Don't try to get him back as soon as like all right, give him a month off and then try to rev him back up. I agree with you. That's my uh, that's my read as well on it. So there you go. Andrew Painter, uh, no information. But this time, the no information, I think, is good information. Makes me feel better, Jack. I think if, yeah, I think if he had a, a, a tear or was Tommy John, they would have come out and got, gotten ahead of it. So I think this reads as how how much do we want to push a young pitcher who hasn't pitched in the big leagues yet? Mm-hmm. You know, yep. he's, he, he's 19. He pitched a ton of innings last year. He's been pitching since January. So, you know, do we bring him? Exhale. It's all good. It's all good. Yes, exhale. We can we can go to Clearwater tomorrow and then have some <laughs> yes, have some pina okay. coladas. Yes, We're not walking okay. into a uh, a yes. morgue. Yeah. 
Exactly. <laughs> You're not yes. writing painters or, or eulogy for yeah, tomorrow. No, on the show. It's okay now. Yes. All right. Does, I feel better. Good. Good. I feel better. All right. Back uh, to the phones with Corey in Pottstown, Pennsylvania. Hi, Corey. As a lifelong four for four, and even more Philadelphia fan. Bull. Like it's days like today that I understand why Philadelphia has Cowboys and Giants and Washington fans. <laughs> I, I don't get this city anymore. I, I, I don't understand. Am I wrong? Did we go 14-3 and three in the regular season? Yesterday, yesterday Chuck was firing Sirianni. Every yep. game? Wasn't Darius Slay out there every game? Did, did, was our defense not a top, one of the top-ranked defenses in the league? Yep. All right, so let so let me let me let me counter you. They didn't play like the the one quarterback they played. Dak Prescott lit him up. I, I, and you, I, and let's let's get something straight about that game. And also that game, we were in it until the last interception. Yeah, but the defense got, got but the defense got but the defense got lit up. Defense, yep. I mean, well, you remember <laughs> third and thirty? Or do we ever? Yeah. Get up on the line <laughs> to see. Yes. Hopefully, Sean Desai and has a more common sense, and then plays a little bit more press. This, 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 this is what happens. This is what happens. Slay has always been a personality that you, it, it's an acquired taste, right? Like if you don't like if you don't like a guy that talks loud, you know, I, I forget the um, which one of our callers. Um, that, that hates when Slay is smiling on the sideline. He's doing. His whole sleigh thing, like that, that that rubs people the wrong way. Right, that rubs people the wrong way. Well, he's way. one of those athletes that you like when you're winning. Yes, and when you're losing, it, it annoys. You. Yes, it annoys you. So I, I, and we lost the Super Bowl. Right. <laughs> so, and nah, no, but he was no one's happy. people the wrong way. No one's, ha- no one's happy with the defense. No one's happy with the defense. To find someone to direct that that anger at. And hell, I don't know. Um, I don't know what's turned people off from Slay. I think it was the comments he made last week when he was talking about lights, camera, action, and uh, the DBs did their job. Right. It appeared that he was trying to absolve the secondary from any bad play in the Super Bowl. And he said that. Yeah, so that that rubbed people the wrong way, also. And but see, that's a problem when you got a platform and you want to answer. Uh, uh, tweets and and, 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 and comment section. Well, he's on a podcast. Yeah. He has to talk. Yeah. So when you do that, my, my only thing is he's fine. He didn't. He, to me, like it, some people want to just blame Jonathan Gannon. He didn't want to blame any of the players. So when I said it was the players, nobody wanted to blame the players. They want to blame Jonathan Gannon. Yeah. Or they want to like blame the, they want to blame the sod father. Like like it's it's always someone else until it's somebody that you don't necessarily like as a player. The sod father. That's why Fletcher called heat on defense and, yeah. and Slay. Slay, Fletcher, like nobody and else, Nobody else called heat on defense all year. And Gannon. They're yeah, three. Like, yeah. Exactly. Are you begging for calls on TJ Edwards getting torched in the Super Bowl? Is that what you're <laughs> – I'm not begging for any calls, man. Is that what man. you're begging for? <laughs> all right. No, because I'm a TJ Edwards guy, too. <laughs> I know. We can't let him go. We can't let him down to go to Arizona like Hicksy did. 215-592-9494. Marks and Reese. Everybody wants to with Slay out of town. 215-592-9494. That was Jack right about. 
it sucks, dude. Then it's Jonathan to, Gannon's fault. Because our, so our listeners have to be deluded by I, you two with the whole Gannon's I, actually I, great. I, if I had enough time, I would. I would <laughs> Sean, if you're gonna, <laughs> Sean, if you're gonna blame Jonathan Gannon, you're wrong and you're an idiot. All right. All right, hold on. So we'll get on the other side. Top five and five with Jack. Your phone calls, Marks and Reese. Don't go anywhere. We're back after this. Listen, BetMGM is giving soccer fans a chance to go for the goal this season. See what I did there? Just place a one-game parlay wager with four legs or more and minimum plus 400 odds on any English Premier League game. And if all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll receive up to $25 back at bonus bets. Simply log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. If you miss just one leg of an English Premier League one-game parlay wager with four legs or more, You'll get $25 back in bonus bets. Turn game time into showtime with BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. BetMGM.